Falcons at the Saints. Saints are four-point favorites in this. The total's at 43-and-a-half. Desmond Ritter going to make his first career start. Remember, Marcus Mariota, not only w- not starting, not with the team, left them, and apparently he's getting a knee procedure that they were like, we didn't really know this was going to be a thing. So uh, you'll probably never see Marcus Mariota in a Falcons uniform at least again. Rookie quarterbacks this year are 9-5 and five against the spread. The Falcons started off the season 6-0 and oh against the spread. They're just 1-5 since then. Yeah, man, and these are two teams that I just don't got a good handle on because going into the season, I made the case for the Saints to win the division just because I thought that, well, I, I kind of saw this coming with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, I also went over eight and a half wins. Neither of those things are going to hit. Jameis got hurt right away, and then he came back. He was healthy. Andy Dalton, like, there's weeks where they move the ball, they get into the red zone, and then they just kind of throw up all over themselves. Stupid turnovers. Kamara has not been good this season. He's got one touchdown. So I'm staying away from this one, like you said. Yep. I mean, Atlanta started 6-0 and against the number, not one and six against the spread, and they're starting a rookie at quarterback. Things obviously can't be going well in that locker room where you have Marcus Mariota just giving up on the team and quitting. So I'm staying away from this game. If I did have to play it, I would take the Saints, though. I think they finally win and cover a game here. It's a pass for me. Complete yeah. pass. There's, yeah. there's nothing I like in this, though. I will say the Saints are 4-0 in games where uh, it's Taysom Hill has 50 rushing yards in, in, and 0-8 in, in all other games. Yeah, it's a good Just tr- saying. It's a good trend right here. You know, you got rookie <laughs> quarterbacks 9-5 and five against the spread this season, but that's a tough place to play, you know, going on the road in your first rookie start. PJ, do you got anything in this game uh, between Atlanta and uh, New, New Orleans? Is New Orleans. Tristan, is New Orleans is no, Tristan it's not so New Orleans. It's New not Orleans. New Orleans. That is not how you say it. I it's just like uh, to keep you guys on your it toes. Would be Atlanta, it'd be Atlanta pass for me at the three and a half and four. Divisional game, probably going to be close. I actually like Ritter's playing because they don't have any film on him. He yeah. runs the ball well, which is what Atlanta wants to do. And the last time we saw the Saints, they had that loss to Tampa. And that bye week, it feels like those guys probably got checked out more than they're locked in trying to save the season. So I like Atlanta uh, plus four. I think I think they keep this close. All right. Lions at the Jets. Jets are one-and-a-half-point favorites in this. We've already decided that with the, if the head coaches fought, it would be Dan Campbell as the favorite. Yeah. Robert Sala would be the slight underdog in that. Totals 44-and-a-half. Lions 9-and-4 against the spread this season. The Jets are 8-and-5 against the spread. But obviously the bigger thing here is these are two teams playing for the playoffs. I know it's obviously separate, NFC and AFC, but both of these matter a ton. The Jets' offense has only put up two touchdowns in their last two games. Yeah, so for me... Everything was predicated on the Zach Wilson no- news. This guy's not only not accurate, uh, he's not decisive. <laughs> he's not a leader. Uh, he's not a leader. He's not liked in the locker room. He's not popular in the locker room. It's a big-time wolf here. Uh, the defense is going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting in order to stay competitive in the game. Like At first, because of the way that the matchup was, and you got the Lions who have given up a ton of yards to wide receiver ones, I thought to myself, even with Mike White, maybe Garrett Wilson could get off. Don't think that's the case anymore. If you look at it, you know, the weaknesses are linebackers and safeties in terms of the Jets' weaknesses on defense. Pretty much the only thing that they have yeah. in terms of their weaknesses. So I think that the Lions are going to go after the middle of the field. I think they're going to pass the ball a ton to DeAndre Swift, get DJ Chark involved, get Josh Reynolds involved, Khalif Raymond involved. Obviously, Amon Ra St. Brown's going to get his. Like, that's always the case. But against two of the best uh, two of the best DBs in the league and DJ Reed and, and Sauce Gardner, I think that's going to be a problem for them. You know, you're talking about a top five pressure rate defense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be it's gonna be very, very tough. For me, it's gotta be only under Jared Goff passing yards. You look at what he's done against really good defenses. He's been under two hundred passing yards, especially in outdoor weather where he's gonna have to be this time. Listen, it's just gonna be a slog. I like the under in this game. I like Jared Goff under. I like Garrett Wilson under as well. Probably Zach Wilson to throw a pick. 
Yeah, I actually I'm staying away from this game because for me, as crazy as it sounds, and I like what Detroit's doing right now, I don't know that I could bet Detroit in this game. Jared Goff's just a different quarterback when he's not playing in the dome, when he has to play outdoors. And like you said, he's sensitive to pressure. The Jets, they're going to get pressure in this game. We'll look at the final injury report, of course. They've been tough defensively. And uh, I can't wait to watch this matchup. You get one of the better offenses in the league against mm-hmm. one of the better defenses. But I just can't get the image of Jared Goff outdoors out of my head in this game you know as good as the Lions are playing right now this season he only has two touchdown passes outdoors and also he tears apart zone coverage but he really struggles against man he's going to see a ton of man coverage coming up this week against this Jets defense Uh, and then I don't know what we're going to get from Zach Wilson I feel like he's going to play pretty good in this game everybody's doubting him everybody's giving up he's probably going to go out there and ball out because if he doesn't we may never see Zach Wilson again because the Jets I mean they don't have to stick with him next year I know they just drafted him and made him the number two overall pick but and he wasn't the number over two, two pick but a couple of years ago you remember Arizona just giving up on Josh Rosen and drafting Kyler the next year so I'm staying away from this game if I did bet mm-hmm. it probably be the Jets yeah I mean we know the Lions offense can do they're tied for second in scoring since week 10 32 points a game but Sauce Gardner is really 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 good and he's going to make life a living hell for that pass game so uh I, I'll tell you what it's weird to even have a conversation and say that the Jets and Lions are playing for the playoffs but that's what this season's become and I more and more like the Lions to get into the playoffs. If they win this game, I mean, it doesn't help them anything other than just their own wins. It's not like they're knocking somebody off in the NFC. But this is that's a massive, massive win for them. Not just for their own win total, but on top of that, just confidence. To be able to continue rolling yeah. the way that they are. The Lions can get to that point rallying behind Dan Campbell. I, th- this, team, this team can ser- seriously not just get to the playoffs. Now, I, maybe they even sneak up somebody on win a game in the wild card round. Maybe they do. Yeah, see, the thing is, if Mike White's playing in this game, I love the Jets because yeah. obviously the one area where you attack the Lions is their secondary. They have terrible, a terrible pass defense. And also, I love Aiden Hutchinson, but he's dinged up. He didn't practice on Thursday. PJ, did you play this game? I know you said the Jets are one of your favorite plays this week. I, I love the Jets. So two interesting trends in this game. We all talk about Kirk Cousins being the king of 1 p.m. Jared Goff's 26-13 and 13 against the spread in 1 p.m. windows. He's covered in six straight games. So if you like the Lions, you got to like that. But the Jets this season are 4-0 against the spread, teams that average 24 points per game or more. So the Jets have been shutting down these high-flying offenses. You look at the Lions, they, they beat up on the Bears defense, the Jags defense, the Vikings defense. They've been putting up big numbers against some of the worst defenses in the league. This is a big step up in class. I get Zach Wilson as a big downgrade from Mike White. But the Jets were also five and two at one point, and Zach Wilson had won like had gone four and one in games that he started. So even though he wasn't playing well, I think losing to Belichick like they did make made it look a lot worse than it actually was because they were winning games when he was under center. Lions are at a sell high right now, so I like the Jets quite a bit. J E T S. It's just funny what you just said. You said. I know Zach Wilson is a downgrade from Mike White. We're talking Crazy. about a dude that nobody had ever heard of in the number two overall pick. And it's going to be two whiffs <laughs> at quarterback for the Jets, too. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Sports books all over Twitter have been saying that the Lions' money coming in over the last five or six well, hours has been like 90%. Yes, yeah. like, absolutely. And it's that's a popular the thing. team. Yep. Nobody playing, likes Zach Wilson. They just so. beat the Vikings. Everybody thinks the, of the Vikings as the top team, one of the top teams in the NFC. They just hung 40 points against a decent Jags defense a couple weeks ago. I just, I, I think that the Jets' defense a little underrated. And if everybody's healthy, I think they probably are the right really side. Good. Even without Quinn and Williams, I think they're still going to be able to get after it. That's the problem is no Quinn and Williams, though. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. That's a huge, huge deal. Because Detroit can run the ball, obviously. They Tons. have multiple backs. I think that that's what they're so. going to do a lot of. If they're smart, you figure out a way to get DeAndre Swift the ball a lot, Jamal Williams the ball a lot. 
Yeah. I'm still waiting to see that offensive line just step aside and say, go hit Zach. We don't, just send a message. We're going to step aside. We won't, we're not blocking for at least it's, one play here. It's crazy, but that's the game, not like from a betting standpoint. I don't really have anything in it, but I'm just really excited to just sit yep. down and watch because this slate, I mean, a great betting slate, but not the best matchups. I'm excited for Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. But, I mean, this matchup, because the Lions right now have probably a top five offensive line in the league, too, not just in the NFC. Yeah. Their offensive line's playing great. They're, they've allowed, this, the I think, the second least sacks in the entire NFL this year. Which is why Jared Goff's been so good. Because yeah. whenever you get pressure on Jared Goff, he just completely falls yep. apart. That's why this matchup's going to be so intriguing this weekend. I can't wait for that game. Yeah, another one that's really intriguing. It's a unique matchup with the Eagles and Bears. Eagles are nine-point favorites on the road. The total's 48-and-a-half. It's the first starting quarterback matchup since the start of the 1950 season where both quarterbacks come in with at least 600 rushing yards. Yeah. So you got two quarterbacks that can run the hell out of the football in this. So you, there's certainly a lot of props when it comes to quarterback rushes in this game or rushing yards, whatever you prefer. I like the over in this game, and I'd also look at Jalen Hurts to go out and get you some big numbers in this too. Yeah, Bears are getting a little bit healthier in the secondary, but I think the over would be the play here for me, too. Mm-hmm. I, I I lean uh, Eagles, but I'm going to stay away at this number right here just because I don't know the status of Justin Fields. He's been dealing with an illness all week, didn't practice the other day. I would expect he probably plays in this game. It's tough to bet against the Eagles. I made that mistake a couple weeks ago with the Tennessee Titans. I still can't get that taste out of my mouth. They do everything well. And the, the one thing that they didn't do well, they didn't stop the run. And you look at the last two weeks, they've completely shut down the run game. A couple weeks ago, it was Derrick Henry. You could kind of dink and dunk against them, but they're not going to give up the big explosive plays, and when you do get into the red zone, they're probably going to hold you to field goals. If Chicago's not scoring touchdowns, I don't think they could keep pace in a game like this, especially if it's a shootout and it goes over. So the Eagles will be my lean, but I like the over with you. Yeah, it's only Eagles or anything for me. Mm-hmm. I don't fade the Eagles anymore. I Can't don't. do it. I don't, I, and I like the over. I like the over a lot. Obviously, the, the Bears have gotten rid of all of the weapons or the defensive weapons that they had in order to slow guys down. Obviously, this is not a team that plays a ton of defense, and all all of a sudden the Bears have a pretty good offense with, you know, Justin Fields being the primary playmaker on the ground. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles on their own can probably score enough for the over to hit, and that's what happened last week. So it's Eagles in the over or nothing for me. Yeah, both teams 9-4 and four to the over this year. I got a David Montgomery touchdown in this too, so I'm hoping for, you know, that – Eagles run defense. I know it's improved a little bit, but they can still take advantage of it with David Montgomery. Yeah, so. no, I like that prop a lot. Because yeah. the Bears are beat up on offense, too. They had a couple of really good weeks where yep. it was just Justin Fields running for his life, but now they lost Mooney. They're all dinged up. Uh, Cole Komet's taking on a bigger role, but I do like that prop. Yeah, so it's uh, I, actually, I think that game's going to be a lot of fun to watch, especially just watching the two quarterbacks go up against each other the way that it is. You know, it's, 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 it's offenses yeah. that are going to be that modern NFL offense today with very mobile quarterbacks. Seeing Justin Fields at least get a chance to develop somewhat as a quarterback is nice too because watching him last year and the beginning of this year with that yeah. offensive line was just like how's the kid supposed to do anything exactly. at this point like exactly. what are you supposed and the to play do call. Yeah, Matt, just Matt Nagy stinks <laughs> that's why he's uh, Patrick Mahomes gopher once again in Kansas City